friends. Thanks for listening to the Creative Road Podcast presented by Show It. On a recent road trip, the owners Todd and Elisa Watson traveled the United States interviewing successful creatives around the photography industry at each stop along the way. These are the stories of their creative journey and a behind the curtain look at how they constructed the brands we know and love today. Our hope is that you find a seed of inspiration from their stories that helps to cultivate the creativity that exists inside of you. Enjoy. Well, hi, Cassie. Hi. Thank you for being on the podcast, and thank you for hosting us at your home. We have loved every minute of it. It is such a delight to get to see you guys in your space. We've always spent time with you out at our place and other places on the West Coast. And in New York one time, I got to meet up with you, but this is our first time getting to see where you live, and it is so fun. We've loved having you. You live in a really beautiful place, and you've just got a cool home and a cool family, and it's fun spending time with you. Thank you. And now we're not actually in your home. We are sitting on the RV. Yes. Having our creative road conversation. So fancy. And this is actually the second time I've had the honor of interviewing you on a podcast because I got to do it on my own podcast, Signs of Life. And that was episode number 23, if anyone's interested. Um, So this is interview number two. So fun. Well, so Cassie, how long have you lived in this home that we're visiting you in? We moved in 2010, so we've been here for eight years. In Arkansas. Mm -hmm. And you're a native, is it Arkansan? Arkansan. Arkansan. Uh All right. Yeah. All right. So Cassie, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do and some of the different roles that you fill. So I'm a mom to three children, six and under, and then I homeschool. We have a first grader, and then I also work for Show It, um, helping direct United, and then I'm also a wedding photographer here in Arkansas with my husband, Rusty. Awesome. And how long have you been doing wedding photography? We've been doing weddings only for the past five years. Weddings only for five years. Were you doing photography prior to that? We were. um, It was just me doing it back then, and I was shooting anything that I could at the time. And then I figured out that weddings were really where my heart lied. How How did you discover that? What was it about weddings that really drew you? I think, I think it has a lot to do with the commitment around marriage that is so significant and so special and sharing that with family and watching people interact with others on their wedding day. It's, it's a big celebration. I love everything about wedding days. They're, it's, it's kind of like a family reunion where families get to get together and celebrate together and you know, everybody's telling old stories and reminiscing and old friends are brought back together. And I don't know, I just, there's something really beautiful about that day. And it's also very serious and emotional. Mm-hmm. And it's like getting a front row seat to somebody making one of the biggest commitments that they'll make in their life. Yeah. Yeah, so for you, it wasn't necessarily the art form of wedding photography over other kinds of photography, but about the relationships and the stories and the significance of what you get to be a part of. I think the, the, the meaning behind all of that made my art better for weddings. Mm. Um, whenever I do 
any kind of other portraiture, I enjoy it fine, but the meaning behind everything that happens at a wedding is really, it packs a punch for me. Yeah. And I think that my art is better when I'm shooting weddings for sure. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Well, so what other kinds of photography were you doing prior to that, that shift to focus on weddings five years ago? We did families and seniors a lot. Okay. And have you always had an interest in photography, or did that develop later? I have. Crazy enough, I shot my first wedding when I was a senior in high school. Really? It was a terrible experience. <laughs> what? <laughs> terrible life. <laughs> if, if it could happen, it went wrong. Oh, no. Yeah. Because of your inexperience or because it was just an unfortunate series of events? I would say both. Yeah? I color selected everything. Like, the final product, when you look at it, is terrible. <laughs> and then also the whole situation surrounding, you know, they maybe paid me like $100, traveled out of state, groom showed up late, he was totally wasted. Oh, no. There was family drama. The mother-in-law was, I hope you're not going to say obey in your wedding vows. You know, <gasps> right before they walked down the aisle and just, it was a disaster. But that didn't turn you off to it. It did. It did. It did. <laughs> <laughs> I packed my camera away, and I thought I would never shoot another wedding again. Really? Okay, yes. so what changed your mind? Um, whenever we started doing families and seniors and really getting busy with all of that, there, there was, it always felt like I was still trying to find my style, uh -huh. and it always felt like something was missing. While I loved what I did, and I was excited always to get business, um, there was, it, it just felt kind of incomplete, I guess. Mm. And it took probably about four or five years after that wedding for me to think, hmm, I might could go further. Yeah. We did a couple of engagement sessions, and I realized how much I enjoyed shooting the couple and posing the couple and kind of the science behind that and how uh, you can really help people feel very loved and appreciated in that one hour of time. Yeah. Whereas whenever you're photographing a family, you're intentional about, you know, more than just two people. And it's a little bit more difficult to, I, I really respect family photographers who can impact a relationship between more than just two people at a time yeah. uh, in, a, in a very positive way. I was not, I figured out very quickly that that was not my skill set and really focusing on being very intentional with two people at a time was my skill set. Yeah. And you said you enjoyed the uh, posing the couples and even the science behind it was the mm -hmm. word that you used. Yeah. Did you take some classes on how to pose or was that something you sort of innately figured out? I didn't take classes. In hindsight, I wish I would have. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but the closest thing I would say, I, I knew how I wanted them to look. Uh -huh. But I didn't know how to get them to like get in that place, and so it took a lot of trial and error. Yeah, a lot of trial and error. And then uh, I started reading around the same time Jasmine Starr's blog, mm -hmm. and one time she did a thing on posing or a post on pose. She did a post on posing one time, and it was fabulous. She talked about how she knew how the end. Like, she, wanted, she knew how her end, how she wanted it to look in the end. I said that all backwards. I hope you can make me sound intelligent. Yes. 
She knew how she wanted it to. The, she knew how the. How, I saw a post from Jasmine Starr, and she talked about posing, and she knew how she wanted her images to look in the end. And she started breaking them down about how to move her clients into that position. And she talked about storytelling a lot. And she would, you know, have them envision that they had just gotten married, just walked back down the aisle, share that kiss. And she really talked about how that would impact rather than just kiss. Okay. And so I do believe that there is a science behind posing. And I think that you do have to find your own groove with it in your own way. But to be intentional about it is, is definitely an art form. Yeah. Yeah, I admire that. that uh, there's a big difference between what you said, a photographer saying do this versus talking you through yes. how to get there. Yeah. yeah. And then I went to U- my, one of my first Uniteds, Montana Dennis, I went to his style shoot, and he talked a lot about posing and how he very lightheartedly poses his couples with the same intent. And it's absolutely beautiful to see two completely different photographers with the same intention mm-hmm. posing and photographing people completely differently. Yeah. They could not be more different from one another. And yet they both produce artwork yeah. with such great intention that it's, it's beautiful in its own way. And so I think for photographers to find your own science of posing people is creating your own art form yeah Yeah. science and psychology and kind of that relationship between the photographer and the people being photographed yes um cool well that's really neat your business is called cassie jones photography yes has it always been called cassie jones it has has it so did you toy around with the idea of calling it by something else or did you know you wanted it to be your name i did wonder if calling it by my name was the right move but in the end I always was reminded or I always came back and landed on the fact that when you're associated with your business and it's named the same thing when you're there's so much recognition in that when you say hi I'm Cassie Jones Mm -hmm. people who have seen Cassie Jones photography they know immediately oh this is Cassie Jones photography but if you're something else and you introduce yourself you're not going to introduce yourself with your business name attached to it yeah you're going to say i'm lisa watson right right you don't introduce yourself as show it show it <laughs> right right exactly. <laughs> um i think that there are some businesses though whenever it is so personal like photography that it's a very good thing to be um so strongly associated with your name when it is such a service yeah. business and we're not selling a standard product it's right. custom for every bride right so they i feel like they want to get to know a person instead of a business whereas if i'm going to buy a dvd i'm going to go to a dvd store right and if i'm looking for a wedding photographer i'm not going to find a store where there's wedding photographers lined up right. down an aisle yeah now, has the look of your website, or rather the look of your brand, kind of remained the same over the years, or have you seen it evolve? I've definitely seen it evolve. Yeah, and what, how, how, how did it start, and how would you describe the look of your brand today? 
it started off very boring, truly. Boring how? Boring. <laughs> Standard cookie cutter kind of deal. Um, I was very, very afraid to take risks mm -hmm. at first um, because I felt like nobody would probably pay me for what uh, I really wanted to do. Um, I, I think I started off probably behind the times. Um, I played it safe for quite a while, way too long. Hmm. And then once I started feeling more confident in my posing and more confident in what I was doing and the work that I was producing, it really took off and it evolved into what it is today. Cool. And how would you describe the look of your brand today? Like, what are some color schemes that you like to use? Well, I really love a lot of like uh, clean white. I love some good negative space um, okay. in our artwork, in our art that we produce. I really love a lot of um, contrast. Mm -hmm. I love a lot of um, greens and deep hues and a lot of neutral colors. Yeah. Very clean across the board. Yeah. And that use of negative space, you said you use that in your photography. Do you feel like you use that on your website also? Yes. Our website is very white. And then our, our photography is very um, deep mm -hmm. and colorful. It's got a lot of um, highly contrasting colors. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like the negative space kind of make, lets the, it, it lets the photos shine out and stand on their own rather than being very busy. Yeah, yeah, and it's beautiful. Thank you. How about your website? Did you design it yourself? Did you have somebody else do it? I actually bought a template from Davey and Krista. Okay. And uh, they have a shop called The Palm Shop. The Palm Shop, yeah. Yes. And how about the fonts that are on there then? Did you stick with the fonts that were in that template or did you tweak them? Actually, the fonts that they used were very similar to the ones that um, I used with my uh, logo anyway. And so I did adapt everything. I really didn't change much. That template fit my work so well. Yeah. And it showed it off so well that honestly I didn't have to do much to it. Um, that was kind of a win for me. Mm. That's one thing that I love so much about, um, about that template is that it was almost like meant to be from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, it fits so closely to your yes. style. Do you recall the name of this font that is primarily on here? I don't, but I can look it up. <laughs> That's all right. So when you talk about your logo, yours is, yours is pretty simple and straightforward. It's your name, Cassie Jones, across the top of your website, right? Mm -hmm. It is. And it's not embellished. It's, I mean, you said you like clean look. I do. This is a clean look. I love the timelessness and the class of just a very, very beautiful logo with just the name across. Yeah, yeah, timelessness. I like that. You're yeah. right. That's not going to go out of style. No. Now, do you have any kind of a like sticker that you use that is similar to your logo or related to your brand? Yes, so we have a, a graphic that we use every once in a while. We don't um, use it a whole ton. We use it on our physical product a lot. Um, it's a it's a kind of like an olive branch. Okay. A really simple, clean line branch with two sprigs, and it's got the little thin leaves 
on it. Yeah. And so whenever we're doing um, notes or anything, we have note cards with just the, the leaf branch on it. Did you design that or did someone do that for you? I halfway designed it. You can kind of call it cheating, but most of us photographers who are not skilled designers, this is just what we do. Uh-huh. <laughs> we, um, we found a graphic on Creative Market, and then we purchased the pack, and then we used the, um, the graphic in that to create the standalone graphic. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, so in designing your website and the look of it, specifically your website, did you use anything like Pinterest or another design board to kind of bring together ideas for what you liked the look of? Honestly, no. Um, The thing I think that inspired me most for the website was to look at our work and find a website that fit our work rather than trying to make our work fit into something that wasn't us yeah kind of like a square peg round hole situation Mm -hmm. I wanted to take something that would already do so well at um, displaying what we do rather than trying to make it be something that it's not yeah now are there other brands that you're particularly drawn to in the way they do their visuals I absolutely love Tiffany's do you? Yes. I love Tiffany's jewelry anyway. You have some pieces. I do. You? I do have some pieces. I do have some pieces. Um, I, I love that their branding is just so straightforward. You always know what to expect. It's very high end. It's the inspiration from our logo is straight from there. I love how it's just Tiffany's yeah. or Tiffany and Company. Is the font even kind of similar? It's very similar. Yeah. Yeah. If, if I had to pick one brand in the entire world to... Emulate? Emulate, yeah. That would be it. Yeah. It's very timeless. Yeah. And just always packs a good punch. Yeah. You know when you're walking in there, you're going to get a good piece of jewelry and... Right. That's- have a really high-end experience and... I like that a lot. They're going to take care of you. Yeah. They always greet you at the door. You even have your own elevator man. I mean, <laughs> well, it doesn't used, get better than that. <laughs> no. That personal attention. And you've used that word timeless a couple of times that, yeah. about your own look and about theirs. And that seems to be sort of an important factor for you and the is. aesthetic you're creating. I don't want our couples in 10 years to look back and think, man, We shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Or, man, these feel outdated. Something's always going to feel a little bit outdated, but I think there's a difference between being outdated in style and being kind of that, like, cool retro. It's almost like, you know, furnishings and everything straight from the 90s just still don't look great, Mm -hmm. but you you can pull off mid-century modern really well. Mm -hmm. And so there are some trends that are wonderful and some that just aren't and uh we definitely always want to be the timeless timeless and modern at the same time yeah yeah well so that may in part be an answer to this next question but um on the podcast we've been talking about this idea of what a brand is and seth godin has a definition for a company's brand that is um basically a set of expectations and relationships that cause someone to choose you 
And based on that definition, I'm curious how you want people to feel about your brand, Cassie Jones Photography. When they hear that name, when they see your website, when they meet you, how do you want them to feel about your brand? That is a tough question. <laughs> um, I want them to feel very welcome. Um, you know, I'm very Southern. Mm -hmm. And I think that that through and through is so me. Um, whenever they think about our business, I want them to feel very, very at ease with us. And I really want them to remember us as people and not necessarily as business owners. Um, I want them to know, feel like they know us personally yeah. rather than just someone who took our photographs yeah. for our wedding. We want to be remembered as friends. I love it. Does that even answer the question? Oh, that totally answers okay. the question. Now, you said that you took your first wedding, uh, your first wedding photos mm -hmm. when you were a senior in high school. Yeah. So had you always been interested in the creative arts? Have you always kind of considered yourself to be a creative person? I have. I have. I was big into art. Um, my like whole life. Drawing, painting, yes. all of it? Yes, all of it. If it was a craft, I'll do it. <laughs> um, I even enjoy like embroidery. Basically, I could be an 80-year-old woman <laughs> and be perfectly fine. Um, <laughs> I'll be set when we move into a nursing home. Like I'll just fit in so well. Um, yeah, it, from everything from writing to music, and it, if it's creative in any shape or form, I will be doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So do you, now that you have a creative business that you're in, do you find that you seek creative outlets outside of business as a way to sort of relax and refresh? Yes, absolutely. I watercolor a lot. Do you? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. I watercolored the chicken in our, in our kitchen. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's yeah. really neat. Yeah. Is that one that you took classes on, or have you just sort of explored that? Skill? I took art classes all through school. Yeah. When I was in high school. Yeah. So do you think that's important for people in creative industries to find creative outlets outside of their work, or do you think that's just something that's helpful for you? I, I think it's definitely important. Um, I think that whenever you're creative in any way, that it also fuels your creativity for your creativity that you get paid for. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that you have to still cultivate your creativity no matter what, yeah. whether you're doing it for work or whether you're doing it for hobby, that yeah. you should always be enjoying it. Absolutely. And furthering it and challenging it. So when you find yourself in a creative rut, is that how you get out of it, by kind of going to other creative outlets or or what do you find yourself doing if you get I stuck? pray about it yeah I think that anything can be solved through prayer <laughs> <laughs> but um I'm a big proponent of prayer through yeah. business and everything are we even allowed to talk about prayer sure you're okay good to <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I think like I think it's silly that sometimes I even have to remind myself like if I can trust God with our life, surely I can trust him with my business. Yeah. Um, and so, and he cares about those things. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, I think that a prayerful journey through those ruts is definitely important. Yeah. Um, everybody's going to go through them. 
And I think that just like sticking it through and not getting so downtrodden about it, mm. still creating good quality work, um, you're not going to be on fire all the time. Right. You just can't be, and you can't expect yourself to be. Um, as long as you're doing your best and you don't let it affect the quality that you're giving, then it's okay to be not lit. Yeah. And I think that it's actually quite exhausting if you expect yourself to always be trumping yourself. Mm. It's, sometimes it's going to come out of nowhere when you do trump yourself, but to be always expecting it is just going to exhaust you even further. Right. I like that, what you just said. You're not always going to be on fire. I think that's important to be able to manage expectations. Yes. Because there sort of is this idea, what you, well, what you also just said, that you're always trumping yourself. You're always doing better. You're always moving forward. And yeah, sometimes you can't live like that. that way. No, you can't live like that. And it's exhausting to try <laughs> to live is. that way. Yeah. It would be depressing if you couldn't live up to your own standards all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's really good. Do you have things that you love to read or podcasts you love to listen to that sort of inspire you either in your business or in your life? I actually listen to um, Brands That Book podcast. Yeah. I'm obviously big Debbie and Crystal fans. <laughs> um, Understandably. Yes. With exactly. good reason. Exactly. Um, I love that podcast a lot. Mm. Um, I've learned a lot through that. I love that it's very current. Yeah. And um, I especially love the fact that it's some of the um, speakers that they've had on there are not just necessarily photographers. Mm. Um, and I think that like pulling people from other walks of business in and making it relate to branding and business in general has really been interesting for me to learn um, business from outside industry. Yeah. So it's kind of nice that it's not like just for photographers. It's yeah. on branding overall. And I love that. Um, I really enjoy reading, period. If it is written in a book, I will probably enjoy it, especially if I get to hold the book. That's even better. Even better. Me even too. Better. Yes. <laughs> and you were saying that you like fiction, too. I love fiction. Yeah, me too. Love fiction. You confessed to really enjoying thrillers. I do really enjoy a good thriller. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love that. Well, I love... I love that your interests are so diverse. I mean, you are so good as a photographer, and yet you have interests in all these other creative areas. And um, cooking is yet another. I mean, I, I consider that a creative. It's totally creative. Way to Didn't be you too. see how messy my kitchen got after I cooked? <laughs> and it was so worth it. It was so good. Yeah, I'm one of those people that like if I'm not making a mess, I'm not doing it right. <laughs> Well, all of those creative outlets you have, I love that you use them to bless other people. I mean, your photography certainly is a blessing to the people who are on the other end of your camera, Thank and you. we have been blessed by your hospitality, and um, I just am really thankful for you, and I'm thankful that we got to sit and have this chat, and I appreciate you being on our podcast, Cassie. Well, I appreciate it so much. And all that you do for Show It and United. Well, thank you. We just love you, and we love your family. Thanks. We love you guys, too. We hope you enjoyed listening to the Creative Road podcast presented by ShowIt. If you've ever felt stuck when designing your website, ShowIt is a drag and drop web builder that gives you the creative freedom to design a site the way you dream it. Start your free 14-day trial today at showit.co.